Dateline, October 17th, 2010. Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australian News Desk for episode 119 of the Airplane Geek Show. I'm Steve Isher, and with me is Grant McCarran. G'day, mate. Hey, mate. How are you going? Uh, I tell you, I've been very busy this week, Grant, doing the new Australian pastime. You know what that is? I don't know, Steve. What is the new Australian pastime? Does this give you a hint? Uh, collecting cash registers. <laughs> no, indeed. It's collecting US currency because this week, for the first time in, I don't know, 25-something years, the Australian dollar has reached parity with the US greenback. What? You mean the US greenback is now the North Pacific peso? Uh, <laughs> it could be, mate. It could be, yes. Oh, man. If it's got parity with the South Pacific peso. Oh. I'll tell you what, mate. That's disaster for our exporters here because they like it when the Aussie dollar is um, as weak as possible against the greenback. But for those of us who like to buy audio equipment on eBay, <laughs> well, it's great news. Heaven. <laughs> so I, I, I guess that you've uh, got about 20 different auctions on watch at the moment? Yes. Oh, there's... I think there's another one. Oh. Hello, microphone. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, <clears throat> let's see. What else could we talk about in addition to you gloating over the parity of the dollar? How about this one? Apparently, the United States Department of Transport blocking the Delta V alignment may actually go against the Open Skies Agreement of 2008. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? That is interesting, mate. I mean, where is this ever going to end? It, it seems to be just a, a never-ending back-and-forth routine between the, the two governments, the regulators, the airlines. Uh, there just seems to be no end to it. I don't know, mate. I, sometimes I think much and all as you need governments for various regulations. Uh, yeah, the, the the open market doesn't always work because that's brought us so many disasters as well, he says, looking at Enron. But, yeah, I, I, I just don't know where the middle ground is on this one, and we'll just have to wait and see how it all falls apart. But uh, just interesting that you've got the two regulators on both both sides of the Pacific actually going up against what it all means and arguing with each other. Rather fun. But mm. meanwhile, on the regulation front, we also find closer to home that Wellington Airport in New Zealand is not happy with the concept of Air New Zealand and Virgin Blue setting up a trans-Tasman alliance. They think it will not do any good for fares. They think that it will actually help raise airfares. So not sure about following the money on that one, but that Wellington Airport has turned around and said they agree that uh, with the ACCC that it shouldn't be allowed. We were talking about that the other week, Grant, where, you know, either way, um, you know, if it becomes a monopoly, they're saying it, if it reduces competition, that it, it may have the effect of increasing fares. On the other hand, well, you know, they could always pull out of there and it would have the same effect. So Yeah, although if they do pull out, you may find uh, someone like AirAsia or Tiger might decide to suddenly start flying the Tasman. And oh, that, uh, not Tiger. Well, you know. You know, I think as long as the Kiwis insist on not beating us at cricket every every tournament, um, I don't think we need to inflict Tiger Airways on them, do we, Grant? Well, you could have a point there, Steve. But uh, meanwhile, it's interesting to note that Jetstar are also getting into alliances. Qantas have gone up and said that Etihad and Virgin Alliance is not a good thing, and yet Jetstar is jumping into bed with American Airlines. Jetstar is going to carry American Airlines traffic within New Zealand. So uh, you'll be able to book straight through from American Airlines through in New Zealand via via Jetstar, all through the one booking and so on. So it's interesting that they were saying this kind of thing was bad, but now suddenly they're doing it themselves. You know, it, it doesn't. It seems to be a, a bad thing if it's their competitor doing it, but all right if they're doing it. So uh, I guess over there, over the uh, the Kiwis are um, you know doing the same sort of thing over there, and you know they they mightn't like some alliances coming up that, that are going to affect their business on one side, but on the other hand, they've got to be prudent business people, and uh, they've got to go in there and, and sign other agreements that are, that are good for their business. So uh, really interesting times at the moment in this part of the world with all this sort of stuff going on. It gets kind of kooky, and speaking of kooky, mate, apparently a guy smashed his car into one of the barriers at Adelaide airport 
climbed the security fence and ran onto the tarmac. People in the uh, terminal got to see it all happening and got to see him being taken down by a few workers and some cops. Yeah, here's an article that we see on the ABC News website uh, talking about that and just having a look at the picture here. What was he thinking, Grant? He's only driving a Toyota Camry. Oh, you think mate. if you're driving an F100, he might have had a better shot at it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a Kenworth. Well, yeah, because those blocks are pretty big, so <laughs> block one, car zero. <laughs> yes, well, there you go. It's not even a new Camry either. Yeah, well, maybe if he was a military guy, he would have been able to figure it out. But, you know, even military guys have a bad run. And uh, we find that uh, here in Australia, the Defence Department has a list of projects of concern. For instance, the Wedgetail Airborne Early Warning System uh, that's been on the project of concern for quite a while, even though now it's pretty much delivering and going ahead. It's still being watched. And so too is the MRTT, the KC-30, the tanker, the A330-based tanker. That's on the watch list at the moment. But they uh, just managed to get the third tanker up into the air. It's being constructed and it's been out for its proving flights at the moment. It came out of the Boeing Australia facility up north there. Yeah, so good to see. And uh, we, we know that uh, tankers are something that makes makes all the guys over there at the Airplane Geek shudder. But uh, it's nice to see that, although this, uh, this project, as we've reported... Uh, uh, quite a while ago now hasn't been without its flaws they haven't been major problems by the sounds of things uh, we know the aircraft returned to Spain uh, the, the two that we had returned to Spain for some more uh, commissioning and testing and all that sort of thing a few months back Grant I'm not sure if those aircraft are back uh, back in Australia yet do you know? Uh, honestly I'm not aware I think they may actually still be over in Europe doing some testing but uh, definitely the third one came off the uh, modification line up north in Australia and uh, is now uh, flying doing its post-production flying Okay, well, that's about everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk Grant. I'll tell you what, uh, I've got to get back to eBay. Well, who am I to get in the way of a deal? Yeah, Max, don't worry about that PR40. I think I've got it covered. <laughs> oh, mate. It's that good, is it? Yeah, so, well, you know, they're even talking about the Australian dollar uh, going up to about a dollar ten. Oh, mate, that'll be just like in the in the early 80s when it was possible to buy an American magazine at the American price because that with the dollar to dollar ten, yeah, that would pretty much cover the shipping as well. Cool, I could buy some more copies of Mad Magazine. Excellent. Well, folks, I I can't really concentrate on this. I'll catch you next week and while I'm paying off all these eBay bills. Until then, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran going, Steve, Steve, hello, Steve, look away from the computer. (laughs) 